Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are those markets doing? Well, markets are a bit mixed this morning, but that comes off of a strong day yesterday. We saw also uh, Canadian inflation uh, yesterday continues to fall, coming in at 3.4% year over year. Um, which is good news, which is good, good news to me. I mean, they did that surprise rate hike by 25 basis points. We're still expecting possibly another rate hike, uh, which again, um, you know, they're trying to slow down the Canadian economy. It's just resilient. Um, we're still seeing positive economic data out of Canada. However, we've seen the labor market, we've seen unemployment uh, tick slightly higher at 5.2%. So again, that's what the central bank is watching and we'll see how, uh, how they move going forward. Right. I, I would think that I thought maybe this would buy us a bit of a reprieve, but I guess not. You would think so. And and again, remember all of these rate hikes, it takes time for it really to infiltrate the economy. But it, it you know, they, they had two meetings where they paused and then they increased and it looks like they're going to have one more increase at least. So we'll, we'll see in July's meeting what happens there. Right. You mentioned retail sales are up, I understand. Yeah, retail sales are up and they jumped 1.1%. Uh, so it was higher uh, than expected. And uh, like I said, unemployment also rose to 5.2% in, in May. And that was really, you know, the first increase in about 10 months since August 2022. So again, that kind of an employment number is not nearly at recessionary levels, you know, where everyone's talking about possible recession down the road. We're just not there yet. Um, when you look at the labor market here in Canada or in the U.S., it's still very, very tight. And uh, and that's what they're kind of focused on right now. Even though unemployment is really a lagging indicator, uh, there's many other kind of points or economic data that, that they should be and, and are looking at, uh, but they seem to be focused on unemployment. Uh, they want people to, unfortunately, lose their jobs uh, so that they can get inflation under control. Okay, so let's get the update as well. Like here we are coming to the end of the second quarter for 2023. How are things looking? Yeah, you know, travel stocks. It's just uh, Carnival Cruise Lines uh, reported that they beat analyst expectations on profits and revenues earlier this week. This is a stock that we own. And at one point, we were down um, quite a bit on it. And now we're up 50% on the the position. And so, you know, when you take a look at uh, bookings, they uh, recorded all-time highs uh, for the company. It looks to really turn the corner on profits as guidance was also upgraded. Delta Airlines also lifted its profit forecast as well uh, to strong demand and and high price tickets. As we all know, if anyone's been trying to book anything, uh, (laughs) you'll see that, I I mean, the prices are outrageous really, um, you know, and so with that being said, remember, they're still coming off of COVID lows. And so for cruise lines to, to turn a profit, uh, which is coming, um, you know, I think that investors are excited. And that's why you see the stock uh, continuing to move higher. So this is an area we like and that we're in right now. 
Okay. So things are looking, you know, pretty good, I guess. So let's talk about retirement. Cause for people that never stops, right? You set a date for retirement. It kind of keeps coming and you got to get ready for it. Yeah. You know, it's true. I, I think that with, uh, with markets, when you're in a bear market, people start to question, you know, is this a good time to retire? Just like what we went through COVID. I think you and I probably had the same conversation back then. People going, what do I do now? You know, and there's a lot of myths with retirement. Um, you know, one of those being before you retire, you have to have a certain amount saved. You know, a lot of people ask me, how much do I need to retire? And I often say, you know, it's it's not about how much you have, it's how much you spend. Um, that really matters because some, you know, some retirees are very frugal. They don't want to travel. You know, they don't have that high cost of, um, of plane tickets right now. Uh, but it really does matter on your expenses, you know, so the fun stuff and the not so fun stuff, where, where is that going to land you? And then, uh, putting that retirement plan together. And so some of those questions you can ask yourself again, when do you intend to retire? Earlier retirement typically will require you to have more money saved, right? If you have a longer time horizon, I think that's important because inflation uh, will get to you over time. And are you expecting any inheritance? A lot of people don't want to include that in their plan. But if it's an inevitable, you should be including that. And what kind of retirement do you want? Um, again, if you intend to be active and travel a lot, you need to be saving more. Or someone who isn't may not need as much. Um, and what oh, other retirement? Yeah, yeah, let me just ask you something, Laurie. You talked about earlier yeah. retirement. Like what? what is early retirement these days, right? Like I remember the ads of Freedom 55 and I don't think anybody thinks they're going to retire at 55 these days. So what, what age are people generally coming to you to talk about retirement? I would say that there are 55 year olds who do retire, um, whether it's selling a business or uh, depending on, you know, uh, firemen, policemen, we see it in that area. But um, I would say early retirement is the age of 60. Some people want to work longer. Um, Actually, I just spoke to a client yesterday, and he was telling me his boss is 92 years old and sends him text messages in the middle of the night. What? Yeah, (laughs) about his inventions. And my client is in in his 70s. And I'm like, your boss is 92, and he's sending you texts in the middle of the night. I think it's time to put your foot down. (laughs) Yeah. Some sort of, you know, um, draw the line somewhere. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, and they said he's sharp as a tack because he is working, I think, and because he loves what he does. So, you know, I, I would say early retirement um, is 60, normal retirement still around 65, and late retirement still closer to 70. And I often say, you know, you want to retire when you have your health, your mobility, uh, you have some goals and hobbies, and you have enough to retire. Uh, I think all of those come together. But again, remember, it's not retirement, you know, yet. One day you just have to say, I'm out of here and that's it. A lot of people look at semi-retirement as an option as well, right? They, you know, because it brings a sort of a social part of life as well when you're, when you're working. So a lot of people aren't ready just to walk out the door and say, you know, that's it. Uh, others, maybe it, it depends on your job, your career, and, and, and if you like it or not, I suppose too. Yes, so. exactly. That has a lot to do with it too. But I guess it requires a rethink too, right? Because what you were doing with your money before retirement, you can't do the same things with your money after you retire. Well, it depends. I, I mean, if you're referring to, you know, the portfolio and so yeah, on. Yeah, like how you lot, invest. Yeah, a lot of people think they have to be 
you know, much, much more conservative. And it really depends. I mean, for many, many years, you couldn't be in GICs because they only paid, you know, one or 2%. So you, you are in the markets and you're trying to beat inflation. And of course, during a bear market, you know, people go, oh, well, you know, maybe a GIC option looks better. But over the long term, it makes more sense to have sort of a balanced approach. You want to be investing in stocks and bonds and GICs if needed. And you want to take a look at where all your income is coming from, right? That as well. So you're going to be collecting CPP, OAS, pensions, um, you know, RIF payments. Um, you know, should you be taking money of your TFSA dividends, rental income, all of those things we're looking at uh, to determine how much money you're going to be able to spend in retirement. Right. Okay. So a lot does change then too. Um, and what what about life expectancy here? Do people underestimate or overestimate how long they're going to need money for? Unfortunately, so many people underestimate oh. their life expectancy. People are like, I'm not going to live that long. You know, we do financial plans up until 95. And I often talk about my Oma who's turning 103 next, next Amazing. month. Amazing. So, you know, I mean, my thought is, as you, you know, be positive, you're going to live a long, happy retirement. So, you know, we take uh, the financial plans out to age 95. Um, and even though uh, average life expectancy in Canada is about 83, uh, I just have so many clients in their late 80s and 90s, and they're living a, a happy life, happy retirement. And so, uh, so that's what you want to focus on, but you want to make sure that you don't outlive your portfolio. So that's why it's so important uh, to have that financial plan and, and also have that estate plan ready as well. So, so I think that um, also another myth, the cost of living will be lower in retirement. I mean, we all saw inflation uh, reach new highs, but I think what's important is that if you take the last 50 years of inflation, the average was about 3.25%. So Inflation at five, six, seven, eight percent. What we saw is not usual, and so when we're putting financial plans together, we're still using that three percent range, because again, we're looking at a long-term horizon as well, not just the next year, not just the next two years, but twenty, thirty years plus. Right. Exactly. All right, Lori. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks to me. Have a great day. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.